Welcome back to In the Know. I'm Luke Diamond. I'm Tiffany Bowie. And it is almost spring break. We are so close. So close to spring break. Uh, If you could go on a spring break vacation anywhere, money is not an issue. Where'd you go? I would probably go to a countryside in Japan. They just look really nice in pictures. Yeah. Have you been to Japan before? No, I have not. Just a spring break dream? It is always a dream. You know, I'm kind of living my spring break dream a little bit this year. My um, my brother, who I don't get to see much anymore, we we're going to Universal Studios together. And we're just going to ride roller coasters for four days. That sounds so fun. And we're going to go to the beach. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Is that where the Harry Potter? Yes, it is. It's where the Harry Potter world is. I'm not that big of a Harry Potter fan, but I mean, I've read the series. I like it. Bring me back some butterbeer. <laughs> okay, will do. I'll put it in my suitcase. <laughs> I'll put it in a Ziploc and keep it in my backpack. Okay, let's get to headlines. The recommendation to rename Kaufman Union was met with skepticism by the Board of Regents Friday. Regent Darren Rocha said he thought the accused administrators weren't given a chance to defend themselves, and another regent suggested that President Kaufman and his peers, quote, lived in a different society. Regent Abdul Omari was the lone dissenting voice, stating that racism and anti-Semitism in any time period is not okay. Student government elections kicked off Wednesday with two popular candidates absent from the ballot. Janet Wing, running mate to Osiris Washington, dropped out of the race on Sunday after a controversial Facebook post by Washington resurfaced. The post, which has since been deleted, said, Do you get bad karma for having an abortion? Left without a running mate, Washington was disqualified from the ballot. The university is brainstorming new ways to cut spending after the state legislature granted less than half of its budget request. Next up on the chopping block possibly reciprocity tuition. Reciprocity allows university students from Wisconsin, Manitoba, and the Dakotas to pay resident tuition rates. But at a regent's retreat last Wednesday, President Kaler said he's exhausted his fundraising ideas and he floated the idea of ending reciprocity agreements. Conversations are still in their early stages. Students may have to go elsewhere to get their bubble tea fix come spring because Sancha Tea Bar announced plans to close its Stadium Village location in May. The owner decided not to renew the store's lease after hearing about plans for redevelopment in the area. The University Foundation Real Estate Advisors, which provides real estate advice to the U, owns the land around Sencha. Umfria has been working with investors and other stakeholders to envision sweeping changes to Stadium Village. And those are headlines for the week. Remember September? The sky was blue, the air was crisp and warm. Freshmen played spike ball in gym shorts and tank tops on the lawn in front of Northrop. If you woke up late for class, all you had to do was put on a single layer of clothing and go. Then October arrived. Students Instagram pictures of themselves at pumpkin patches. Then November, the heat faded. Then December, winter break. And then January, still 30 degrees outside. But then... Yeah, so February gets a little crazy. February was when we had just kind of the back-to-back-to-back snowfall events. Snowstorm after snowstorm after snowstorm. It snowed a lot. Pretty deep accumulations of snow. Month of February, we got 39 inches of snow, which is a record snowfall. Natalie Rodemacher covers the environment for the daily. Um, If you ever notice, by the time you get to class, usually sidewalks are plowed, steps are cleared... The roads aren't bad. Um, a couple students I've talked to talked about how campus is just always cleared. Like by the time they get there, there's just never snow anywhere in their way. So we asked, who moves all the snow and where do they put it? 
So, when it snows, snowflakes will fall to the ground, and it will land in a parking lot on the University of Minnesota campus. And at 5 a.m., a land care worker will go out with his snowplow and clear the parking lot, and they will stack it up into piles. And then a truck will come and pick up the snow from the pile and haul it all the way over to the St. Paul campus, the state fairgrounds over near the St. Paul campus, and they will dump it there. But the university has dumped so much snow in the fairgrounds this winter that, according to Assistant Director of Land Care, Tom Ritzer, I think if it isn't full now, it will be if we get any more snow. I think it's it's virtually full at this point. And all this extra snow means overtime for the land care workers. Frankly, they're tired. Number one, they're spending a lot of time in their equipment. Mm-hmm. So there's some fatigue from just being in the equipment and operating the equipment. Uh, two, they're, they're away from their families more than they normally would be. Um, and, you know, it just kind of leads to fatigue and maybe even a little anxiety so you know they're they're just they're just plain tired and they're ready for spring uh my name is Stephen Blodgett I am a gardener with land care at the University of Minnesota during the summer Stephen and his team mow lawns clip branches and mulch gardens but during the winter they wake up early and plow um if it snowed we obviously came in here a little bit earlier sometimes we'll come in at, usually we'll come in at 5 a.m um and then Sometimes we'll come in at 4 if there's like a really heavy snow, like a couple of the snows in February. We came in at 4 a.m. And the idea behind that is that we're here before all the students and all the staff get to campus to open up all the sidewalks. Stephen's shifts last a minimum of 8 hours and a maximum of 16. But he says the most dangerous part of his job isn't fatigue. It's students. I've found over the years students seem to pay less and less attention to us, and they try to get as close to our machines as possible. Like... These are big and dangerous machines. If I were to make an accident and accidentally turn, that could be a significant injury. Wait, are students just deciding to walk right next to you while you're plowing? Oh, absolutely. I've had students run right in front of me as I'm plowing along. There's People are on their phones all the time. And I've been stopped in my skid steer and a student's sitting there on his phone and he's come within inches of my plow when he, before he looks up and then they freak out like, what are you doing here? It's like, I'm trying to open the sidewalk so you don't have to walk in 10 inches of snow. I'm sorry. Some students work around Stephen and others work with him. But student employees of the land care department have struggled this year to keep up with the weather. In past years, there were around 50 students that were employed by land care. And now they have around 30. So this has been a really low year. Um, students just aren't showing up anymore. They just don't want to come in and work at 5 a.m., which, understandable, I cannot imagine plowing snow at 5 in the morning. Props to anyone doing it. But, yeah, they, so they've seen a decrease in students wanting to work. So I'm Joe Meinholz. I'm a senior here at the U of M. I work at Land Care Department of the University of Minnesota. Joe does whatever the season calls for. Wrecking leaves, shoveling snow, and... These days it's opening up uh, storm drains for all the water to flow off the sidewalks and into the drains, which is harder than you might think. In the winter, the snow determines his work schedule. The department has a short list of regular plowers, the people who are out anytime there's enough snowfall to cover the roads. Yeah, I mean, everything's governed by snow events. We get called in um, at 5, usually in the morning, sometimes 4 if it's really big. And the long list is just uh, if that shortlist crew can't handle it, then they call in everyone. Getting up that early is hard enough for any student. So Landcare gives students limited freebies for sleeping in. 
Joe said even he has overslept. I mean, you better put in some line about how I'm not good at showing up because because uh, otherwise my coworkers will be like, why? what in the world? Like he, you know, talking like he's some sort of faithful employee when, when he slept in the last snowstorm. And that's true. I did sleep in the last weekend. Students not showing up to work, that can be a problem for land care since they're already lacking in student power. I think the way that the story is told at the department, it's like, well, people just don't want to work anymore, which I resonate with part of that. Um, I would say most people, students that I know in the program, like grew up on farms or they grew up, you know, in a blue collar family, like someplace where people like, like to go out and do hard work. Um, and they have trouble finding students who will do that, I guess. Still, Joe tries to carry his weight. But there is a like a well. If I don't show up, this won't get shoveled, um, or someone else on the team will have to pick up more work. So there's a impetus to show up. Not that I'm that good at it, showing up every time, but there's there's good reason to. Joe also shows up because part of him just enjoys the work. You can look back and see the work you've done. Uh, it's the same reason mowing lawn's fun, because you get to look back and say that was long and now it's gone. And you can see right away, like, I'm doing something because these people can walk to where they need to go now. It's the same reason Steven shows up at 4 a.m. I don't know. It's just it's just kind of satisfying watching the snow just, like, roll off a snowplow, you know, or just blowing snow out of a massive snowblower and just watching it disappear. It's kind of fun. I don't know. I enjoy it. It's satisfying. So we're about halfway through March. We're definitely not quite out of snow season yet. The fairgrounds is full. How how's everybody feeling here at the land care facility? Um, about our chances, or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're all ready for spring. We're we're tired of winter. Um, we're you know we don't we're I guess uncertain about what the weather will bring, but we're confident in our ability to meet whatever challenge comes along. In the Know is produced by me, Luke Diamond, and is reported by my co-host, Tiffany Bui. Our intro music is by J.D. Duggan. Listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And lastly, that is all for this week. Have an awesome spring break.